Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Welcome to another episode of Their Pitch. As you know, we are a women's football podcast in collaboration with Adidas Football. And when Sweden's new match shirt for the UEFA Women's Euro 2022 in England was launched, the Swedish FA and Adidas also published a guide called How to Stop Sweden. Make sure you check it out on howtostopsweden.com. You'll learn many interesting things about the Swedish national team and the players. This episode of Their Pitch is quite exclusive. Not just because it's the Swedish national team head coach Peter Järadsson who is our guest, but this is also all in English. Since he started his job as the head coach of the Swedish national team after the Euros 2017, things have changed. Because now Sweden is considered as one of the favorites to win the Euros in England this summer. They play in Group C together with the Netherlands, Portugal and Switzerland. You are listening to their pitch and this is the Sweden and Peter Järadsson episode. Peter Järadsson, the Swedish and English, I think uh, Peter naturally and uh, I think they would say Järadsson. Welcome back to a new episode. Today we're here with Swedish head coach Peter Jarlsson. Welcome to the podcast. How are you doing today? Um, very, very good. Yeah, it's um, nice weather, and I'm in my hometown Uppsala. So, what could be better? I agree with you because it's also my hometown. <laughs> we also spoke to somebody that knows you very well, and this person quoted you. So I'm gonna have I'm gonna read what they said, and you're gonna have to guess who it is. And as a person, Peter is very humorous and easy to get along with. In his leadership, he wants to start with each individual in order to get the most out of everyone in the current environment. And so trust is a word I associate with him, both to players and other leaders, so that everyone can perform at a high level. Peter is also very creative in his coaching, and I myself have experienced this among other things. For example, when we planned training and exercises with the help of coffee mugs and salt shakers when we worked in creative environments. Who do you think that is? <laughs> uh, I don't know if it's it's a player or is it a coach? Uh, it could be could be It's it's a coach. It's a coach. Yes. Uh, probably Magnus Wickman. 
That's true. Yeah. Yeah, that's the correct answer. I like the... I actually got this message from the press... Uh, well, this, the quote from uh, Fredrik Maldestam, who happens to do the press for women's football in Sweden with the national team, and he said, good luck translating salt cod into English, which is salt shakers. <laughs> but, so it was a little bit of a challenge, but I did it. I was just thinking about the fact that uh, you didn't catch it on the salt shakers and coffee mugs. That would mean that you do the coffee mugs and the salt shakers with more people than Magnus. Yeah, yeah. With yeah. the players. <laughs> exactly for the players but we want to talk about you Peter to start with um, so let's talk how you got into let's talk about your own football career to start with when did you start playing football and you also played professionally yeah I started here in Uppsala and played in Uppsala IF it's my, 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 my father was a they call him board chief of the board for, for 15 years for the club so, so I was Born and grown in into the club and in football, <clears throat> and he was my first coach when I was six years old, and and then I played for yeah up to seventeen years old. I, I played in, um, and I think I think uh, I, I still like to go to to small pitches round, and that I think that's from from my 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 grow up period here when I was round here in small pitches and around in. Sternsberg and Tubo and things like that. So, um, and therefore, I, I, maybe I like so much to come to Wittsjö in, in, in Sweden to, to more than, than this big arena and things like that. And then I was in the uh, national team for boys and uh, I was a big supporter for Hammarby IF and uh, I wanted to go there. Um, so I talked to some in the national team boys born 59 and I said take me to Hammarby but it was some other clubs who called me Djurgården and uh, Öster and uh, Västerås but uh, suddenly the phone rang and it was Hammarby and I said yes I come and um, when I moved to, to to Stockholm when I was 18 years old and played Hammarby for for 10 years and you you can't say that it was professional because I think it's it's more likely that the, the female has in Sweden now in, in many clubs you you have to have work so, so <clears throat> the training was in, in the afternoon and it was in the highest division but but you, you have to work so I, I was working and uh, the easy way to work to combine with, with football was uh, fireman or policeman so I, I I tried both um, and uh, I come into the police academy and uh, started working as a police and that was that was something football was always number one it was always number one for me but uh, you have to have a work so uh, it was a good work because you can work in, in the holidays you can work at nights and things like that so it was a good combination with, with football so um, I don't know if um, the fire department is happy now, but I didn't. I didn't work there. So. <laughs> <laughs> You've done everything else but the fire department. Yeah, yeah, and also was education in in, in teacher in sports in school. So I got that a little bit late in in my in my career as a player. 
so I didn't know if <coughs> what's going to happen with me because I have sometimes I have full work. I worked in a Swedish FA for, for a couple of years with education of coaches, and I learned very much in that. And so when I I come to um, where I'm, my football philosophy, I think that it's many, many, many things that. Uh, I'm happy to have the experience of many things, not only one thing. And all this experience that you've gathered throughout, you know, playing, working as a police officer, is that something that you can, that you find yourself, is it that something that you find useful in now being a coach to, well, the number two FIFA ranked team in the world? I think everything as a, as a as a teacher also you you in my leadership I often got the question if if there's any different uh, teaching and coaching females got men and as a, as a teacher you work with if you have a we have a football class and it was fifty percent females fifty percent uh, boys so, so it, um, uh, I don't think it's 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 different. Uh, I think it's important to see the the human beings, not not uh, female, male things like that. And uh, so that's uh, I learn uh, in my my coaching style. And I think that's important. And see us more individual. And maybe sometimes in Sweden we we first talk about the group. We talk about the group, and it. But I think you have to start with the individual to get a strong group. And, get strong individuals in the group also. And let's talk about the transition that you made from a, from a player to becoming a coach. How was how is that? How did you decide that you wanted to be a coach? Uh, I, th- I think when I when I was studying in in uh, as a teacher, it was uh, the sport teacher. Um I was also playing in in Barcelona and that was uh, I left Hammarby and played that. I, I'm, I'm starting to be very. Um, <laughs> I think my coach <coughs> thought I was, as, I was, um, do you say, um, not so easy to handle, because I, I starting to be a coach as a player, and if you coach, you want players. You want, you want, you don't want to coach coaches, <laughs> uh, and um, so I have m- much ideas in in my mind and. Uh, uh, I, I was also captain for, for the team in, in Barcelona, so, so um, that was an important thing to, to work together with, with the coach there, Busse Pettersson, and, um, and he tried to understand me because I have many strange things that I did. I, I started, for example, I, 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 I was wondering about technique, so I, I only have one thing. Uh, just uh, try to get the, <coughs> the other player go on the left side and I go on the right it was an easy and that I have used for 10 years in Hammarby but now when I come to Barcelona I, I think I have to do something else so I started with the, with, the, with with technique on my own in the warm up in the possession and the play and I failed I failed I failed and the <coughs> teammates was angry uh, the coach was angry, but I, I said, "How long is going to take a new technique? How long can it take?" So I, I work with myself there, um, and suddenly in a, in, a, in a game up in film in, in the north of uh, Uppsala, I I make it. I made it. 
but I, I started with the wrong foot, so I did it on the wrong way. And I, I, I can remember that I, I made a shoot in the bar and I was happy. And everybody <clears throat> was looking at me, my coach, why is he happy? He, he didn't score. But I was happy because I've succeeded with my feint. I've succeeded with the technique. And for that, I, maybe three months, I was just working with that kind of. And I get that for, for an example for myself and also how important the training is and how difficult it is to, to get something to work in the game from starting with something training. So... Did, yeah. that, did that technique I, ever end up in a goal? <laughs> no, no. I, I, I didn't. I, I did it that one. Then uh, I got back to my, my more book. And I think that I, I didn't do it more on training. It's just more, it's more like, can I, can I can get I anything? It? Yeah. So, yeah. So, so it was, it, it was stop. Yeah. I, I, I showed myself uh, I could do it. And then I, Hopefully, and my coach want me to be a better player, so I, I leave that and take the own, own fame to be back again. <laughs> well, moving on, with what you know today, what would you have told the younger version of yourself back then? Would you have any advice for him? Yeah, I, th I think it's uh, it's uh, I think more. I, I have a very good uh, dribbler. We call it that in 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 the boys born eighty five, Martin Mutumba. And he come from, from, uh, I think it was Rinkeby in, in Stockholm. And why has he so ma many skills in the technique? He was playing all the time. He was playing with, with, with the boys and girls in, 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 not on the training. It was, it was uh, a lifestyle to, to play football. And I would, so when I grew up, I played football in school. I played everywhere. So I think it's important to just that you have, sometimes you have made the decision by yourself as a player, I want to learn this. And then you have to find time and then you have to, to, to do it. I don't think that the coaches can do with, with the time on, on the pitch because it's so many things that you have to do. So if you start when you're seven years old and, <clears throat> and playing much and then you get some idea, I want to maybe Look at television because I, I, I think uh, many girls and boys, when they see some skills in the television, they can manage it. They can go in the garden and they can try it and they can try it and then they make it. I have a son myself who is nine years old and he, he does think like that. He, he look at the, he don't, doesn't look at me. I don't show him my old <laughs> skills. <laughs> He, he looks at uh, the plays on the television and then go out in the garden and, and tries and then say, wow, now the knife works. So it's much do it by yourself, but decide. And um, if you say this player, Martin Mutumba, he has many, many, many things, <clears throat> but also much time, but he did it on his own. So that's what you would say to yourself, to go out and just practice, practice, practice every yeah, day by yourself. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's about time if you want to be... That's football. You want to be good in guitar and piano, whatever. You have you have to practice. You have to make take time. Don't think that the coach is your solution. It's it's yourself. Take responsibility for your own uh, education. I think it's funny that you bring up uh, Motumba as a player because he's he's honestly one of the big ones that that have played in Sweden in the league in Aikor. He's a club legend, I would say. 
And I think it's exciting just to hear that. Okay, he used to work every single day. He used to do this because a lot of kids used to look up to him and probably still do. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I also have uh, Sebastian Larsson who plays uh, in Arkansas now and was in Arsenal and he was captain for my for the, for the team boys '85. And he had some other skills. He he was uh, penalty, free kick, passing, and that was his. Uh, so so he, and he worked also after every training. He was trying that skills. So different kind of players. Good players, but same when they take the time to be good at something. How old were they when you started coaching them? I think that this was uh, uh, because I didn't have them the two first years, six and seven. They should have been seventeen or eighteen. Yeah, eighteen or nineteen. It's the last in the in the in the national team boys. Oh, okay, you yeah. seventeen, yeah. Yeah. So, did you, obviously they made it into the the national team with, with the U seventeen, right? Yeah, yeah. Did you see, for example, Sebastian Larsson, who then went on to become a really great player in the national team? Did you see that potential in him already back then? Yeah, absolutely, and, and um, uh, just his uh, his. Um, uh, willing to training, willing to. I, w- I was visiting Arsenal in in, uh, in that days, and and, and he was uh, he, he was uh, uh, just very very good in training and very interesting in 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 everything in football. Um, so, so he, I think he moved. I think he moved to London when he was seventeen, sixteen years, and um, so he was. One of the su- successful to move and get in a big club, and uh, uh, he didn't. He didn't get yeah two hundred caps for Arsenal, but he, he. I think he made and has made. He's still playing one hundred percent out of his career. But if we focus back on Pieter Jarrasson, mm. what does your time as a coach in Bekoheken mean to you now? Uh, yeah, it was it was a very very important time. Um, I'm I'm very happy that I'm, I I have some other clubs because I was in Helsingborg before as assistant coach to very good coaches, uh, Stuart Baxter for example, and um, that I didn't know really know what what I'm going to do. And um, but when I got the offer from from Beko Hecken, <clears throat> he was a uh, sport director then, uh, Sonny Carlson. I've been working with in, in the national team boys, uh, born 85. He was my assistant coach in, in the boys 85. So there you can talk about, um, relationships in, 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 in life and in football. So when, uh, when we talked and I come there, he, he was a coach before and take them up in the first division. And then he got the sport director. So he got my boss. Uh, and the first thing I did was was very important because I the four years in Helsingborg has been uh, I was assistant coach and I worked with four head coaches, three uh, border, four uh, sport directors. So it was four years, and I was assistant coach all the time. But I worked with different people. So when I come to Beckerhek, I, I thought that. <clears throat> I don't want to work um, on that way. So, so when I talked to Sonny Carlson and Dennis Anderson, uh, I said that we have to do things like this. 
Sonny, you take care of the, <clears throat> the agents, uh, the players who we're going to have in and out in the club. Dennis, you take the organization of the club. And I, Peter, I take care of the football. I take care of the way we want to play, uh, everything like that. <clears throat> Then we can have discussions uh, together. Without, we we don't go in 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 in, in other in our uh, yeah responsibility. And that was one thing that was very important, and one thing that we could work together for 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 eight years. And Beko Hecken was um, they had always been up one year and then down. What man did so my I'm, I'm not and that that's. Uh, Talking about goals, yeah, you want to. It's so natural to to be number one. You have to be, yeah. You want to win. You have to win every game. You have to high up. You, you can go. So we, I talk much about the motivation with with the players in Bekoeken, and and I accept that you can have different motivation, but you have to have motivation on on the pitch, on the training, and things like that. Uh, it could be money. It could be that you want to go to another club. It could be that you want to be just playing. <clears throat> it could be that you want to be in a squad. It doesn't matter for me. It, this important thing is that they want to be just that training that day, 100% in motivation. Um, and during this eight years, I have players who didn't have that uh, different reason. And uh, I talked to the player, I talked to the sport director, so... We took them away uh, because I need 100% motivated players in in, in the squad. And we also had it was also a club that um, it was something they were worried every every game. Many people were worried that we're going to lose, we're going to get down, we're going to lose, we get down. So we have to change the attitude in the club. Um, I didn't have that that uh, feeling, and many players didn't have the feeling. It's more that many players in the club they they, they thought that if we lose one game, even if we're in six in 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 ranking, they thought, ah, oh, now we're going out. Now we're going out. Uh, so we have to change that. Um, and I took in what everything that <clears throat> I'm thinking about what I work with in, in the national team boys of 85 Bay boys 88 uh, together with things that I've learned as an assistant coach um, so we we started playing the way I want to play football and I, I get 100% from the club that I can manage what I want to play um, even if and if they have any Questions they come to me, mm -hmm. they didn't go other ways, and that that was uh, very good. And we started with with um, the way that I'm. Uh, many things that I've learned about my way to play in Hammarby in Barcelona, and uh, when I worked in the in the Swedish FA in, in education, I think like that. So it's a it's a many things. It's. Um, Not, not so easy to explain, but um, what's interesting is that you you never finished as a coach. You never you never can say oh, now I can this. So I'm still sitting here now. I'm wondering for 
what can we do? What can we do? So you, it's, it's always a development of, of as a human being in coaching and in, in the way to play football. And that's, that, that's the most interesting thing with this work that you never finish until you decide it by yourself. As a, are you ever, because you say you never finish, you always learn. Are you ever also, are you ever fully satisfied with the work that, I mean, now that you're coaching the women's national team that they put out on the field? Are you like, okay, we did that. On to the next one. <laughs> I think both Magnus and, and me, even even if we, we win the game and we think we we, we see both things. We, we, we see good things. We, we see things that we can do better. So it's... Uh, um, and then I think it's it's a mental thing that uh, I think as a coach you can handle better uh, bad things you have to do that but as a player you don't have to take up everything that's not good for a player uh, they they probably know them by by, by themselves and I, I I read a couple of days ago about uh, I think it was rugby where they have many talking about just things don't take up so much bad things with, 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 with players because they they don't get better uh, they know what they have done it's not, not, not so good so <clears throat> it could be some tactical thing but but uh, try to develop them talk about the good things I think that's an important thing definitely and we talk about that a lot too when when writing on because Mia Mia has this philosophy where she when she tweets on her account she never tweets anything negative about I for sure I don't do it either but she doesn't tweet anything negative about certain certain teams or their way of playing or their players instead she she kind of twists this whole thing and instead she talks about okay what did the other player do well what did the other team do well so always that positive thinking that they're 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 playing their football, but this this other team knows how to handle that, so they're playing much better. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, too many, you know, the media, us as well, um, and fans always focus on the negative things. So yeah. when the players read about themselves, they see they see fans uh, on social media telling them what they did wrong. But I do think, like you, that they already know that. Yeah. What is more interesting when watching football is, okay, how did the opponents do to make me look bad yeah. as a player? Yeah. Or that's more interesting. Yeah. But mm. but fans don't see it that way, and media doesn't always do that as well because we always fo- focus on the on yeah that player did that bad instead of instead yeah. of you know so. But mm. I do think players know. Already, yeah, <clears throat> yeah. It, 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 as a media, say the media, they, they, they. We don't have the same work. You have, exactly. you have to accept it. You have to do it. When I was a player in Hammarby, um, I played a, a game against Oiko. It was a derby, and um, after they had in Aftonbladet, they have the ranking from five points for the best, four for the second best, down to one. <laughs> And then in Expressen, another they uh, they set some what do you call it, flies? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the bees, the bees. Yeah, the bees. Yeah, and you could, and on every player. Yeah, yeah. So you could have uh, one, two, three, four, five bees, but they ranking every players. 
Um, and after the game, I got uh, in Aftonbladet, I got four. I was the second best on the pitch. Second best on the pitch. And in Expressen, I was the only one of two teams who have won. I was <laughs> yeah. the worst player on the pitch. Uh, and in, in, in our, our team that way, uh, it was a guy, uh, Lars Stenberg. He was, he was uh, uh, studying for a journalist. And he was, I didn't care. I said, okay, but yeah, it's, it's, it's like that. But he, he got angry. And he was, he was, he was, <laughs> he was taken up and he was writing to the papers and things like that. But how, how could it be? So uh, I know uh, what he feels like because <laughs> I feel exactly the same way. That, that's why I, we talk about this a lot, actually, because I, I'm, uh, I'm thinking also, I'm not saying you're into it yourself. You know, you know how media works and what we have to do sometimes for, for our readers. But I'm like, I think we also have a responsibility to, to educate uh, the one who is watching football and reading about it. So we have, we have a responsibility as well. Uh, so yeah, we talk about this a lot because I'm, I'm like, I don't, I, I hate rankings. I hate it <laughs> because yeah, I, I, I can see why people wants to read it and click on it and and uh, why the journalists have to do it but I I do never agree <laughs> I remember also in 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 the year 1997 I was in, I was working with the Marika Demanski Lyfors as a scout in in Norway um for the Swedish team and uh, that was the first uh, championship championship yeah, yeah. That, that they they have this uh, ranking yeah <laughs> and uh, Sweden played a game and one of the girls she also Lundqvist she got one another one and I remember when I come back from work and uh, all, all, all this stuff everybody was angry they were, they were so angry because this was the first time and um, but it was only because I come from come from the male side and I was used to it so I said mm-hmm. yeah, if you want many to look you know this is a kind of creating yeah. interesting in things like that. So you have to accept that sometimes yeah. you get one and you get four. Is it important? Yeah, maybe it's important to, to get get somewhere. Be- yeah. Because before they said, ah, they they, they only uh, ranking men's team, yeah. not the female. And now when it's starting, you you have to accept that you get one. Yeah. So so I, I remember that when I come back, it was it was uh, yeah. It wasn't a good situation. No, no, it's, uh, but we have to accept it. It's, yeah, uh, but it's a it's a nice way of looking at it as well because we we all coexist and we all uh, are needed yeah. to to make uh, the women's game grow. Yeah, exactly. But but uh, we don't have to like everything. <laughs> but but it's yeah, it's interesting because I. Yeah, yeah. Like we said, we we talk about this a lot, and and it's important to to have that perspective as well because yeah. I think that's for sure um, the Swedish the senior team with the women is that your first national team that you've coached on a senior level yeah yeah yeah. so how was that to get that call that said hey do you want this job or was it a longer process uh, yeah it was I, I've been in seven years in, in Bekohecken and in, in, in December there me and my wife and we discussed what I have one more year with my contract with Bekoeken, and we decided 
the family, we decided that this is the, the, the last year. I want to do something else. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, w- I want to do... And uh, we will come in in February. Uh, they can come and, and they say, yeah, I can, we want to sign you for, for a couple more years. And I was, I was afraid. I didn't want... Uh, but I, I couldn't tell them because it, it was so much feelings with the club and, and the people and things like that. So I remember we, we won the game. Uh, we won the Swedish Cup. It was the first title for Beko Hecken uh, against Malmö on penalties. Um, and we was, we was in low ranking in, 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 um, in, the, in the league. And then we played Aiko home. We lost 3-2. Um, <clears throat> And a former Beko Hecken player, Carlos Ramba, scored. Uh, I remember everything. And, and uh, we were in, 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 I think it was the 10, 11, or 12th place. And, like that. and then Sonny called me up and he says, Peter, uh, we want to quit after this season. And I was so happy. <laughs> so I was like, yes! Wow! Oh, so I couldn't say that. When, when he said that to me, it was, yeah. So we, it was no hard feelings. And I said, how can we do? Yeah, I want to go. Can we get out next weekend? But tell everybody. And the club and me, yes, for one week, listen, they, they, mm-hmm. so we get out. And um, it was nothing that I'm going to quit them. And I, I'm sorry, a fool did the whole season and I did it with, with, with joy because this is my, my uh, yeah, last in, 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 in the club that I love. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just that after that, you, you feel uh, the telephone started calling and I, I get offers from, yeah, uh, different clubs, different countries. Um, and then I get a call from Hukan um, Sjöstrand and he want to meet me. Uh, and I didn't. I, I, th- I think it it was about uh, under twenty one because I, I yeah because I'd been on the male side, and he came to my apartment and sat there and uh, talked to me, um, and uh, I think <clears throat> that he offered me both, but I I don't want to talk about the under twenty one, but for me it was more interesting in 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 the ladies and that was after olympics 2016 especially um i think it was something interesting in um uh, the play i've been in 1996 i was in the olympics with the, <clears throat> as a scout so i have been in in the female football and i thought that was I thought that was very interesting, and I, my wife, who is former football player, she was more that. Uh, should you do that? <laughs> she was more afraid. I, I should think she should be happy, but after a couple of days, it, it went very fast, and then <clears throat> so just in a couple of days, I decided, uh, yeah, I want to, I want to do that, and then we know we have talked about that we could because we have a then a, a little boy that we can. We can live everywhere uh, for for three years before he go starting school, but when he's starting school, we want to be here in Uppsala. I remember I said to some people, "I can I can be a coach on Svalbard, uh, everywhere. We can go everywhere, but because he's going out. So it was a social thing. And in this case, it's good if you work in the Swedish FA, you should live uh, around 
Stockholm, Solna and Uppsala. So it was a social thing that, that also was good, but it was 100% was the, the decision in, in football. Yeah, I, I want to do that. But after that, it was a couple of months before that the FA and I said that it's going to be. It called many clubs, many interesting clubs. Um, and I couldn't say, I, so I have discussion with them. Mm-hmm. And it was, I, it was not good because I was sitting there with people and they, they talk. But it, it also was for me, it, it was experience. Uh, to talk to other clubs, what what you, know, you never know what your next step is going to be. So I see saw it as experience, but I don't I didn't feel in good mood when I said that I, I already decided for 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 the for the Swedish, for the Swedish uh, team. Yeah, national team. So. You took over after the Euros 2017, right? Yeah. So you've played, you've coached the World Cup and the Olympics 2020. 2019 World Cup, 2020 Olympics. Yeah. And it's quite you've had you have medals from all your championships. Yeah. How how's that what does that what does that give you as a coach that you know that okay, we go into championships, obviously you want to get medals, you want to win. But knowing that every tournament that that we've played, we've we've gotten medals under you. Yeah, that's history and it's experience and it's uh, good memories. Um, you can't do anything about it now, but you can you can always uh, um, make a new history. Uh, so so um, it it has yeah the, the way to work when we started against Croatia in 2017. Um, if somebody asked me where we are now. I have no idea that we have got so far with the team and, and the way to play and things like that. You never know it. And now I think uh, uh, you can see on the players, they're in big clubs, they are, they, they are role. And um, I think uh, we working the same hard that we did then, but we working more with details maybe than, than big things in, in the way to play. and. Uh, I think the squad is more formal with what we will do and things like that. Um, but I think that that first period was it's it's always very interesting when you're starting something, um, and it's also now when you come in this period <clears throat> to working with details, working more with with things to 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 change in 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 uh, especially. What kind of opponents do you have on the other side? And that's small things that we do. And that's that things that you can maybe see, but I can promise you can't see everything. I'm happy for that. <laughs> <laughs> we want to talk a little bit about um, also, we talked, we touched on this before we started recording, but Sweden as a national team. I mean, if you start from the goalkeeper position up until the striker position, you have players such as Hedvig Lindahl, Linda Sembrandt, Amanda Irestet, Hanna Glas, Magdalena Eriksson. The list goes on. Fidelina Rolfa, Karolin Seger. You have world-class players on each and every single position. What does that mean for you as a coach to, you know, to have those players on the team? <laughs> the players are, yeah. <laughs> 
they're number one because you you you, you can't play football with 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 no players. But you, you better <laughs> you, you better you have that. That's that's naturally better. But it's one thing that the technique and the the tactical thing. But for 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 me or for us, uh, it's also what 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 I think we have created and the group has created. And that you, you name Hedvig Lindahl and Caroline Sege, who who was uh, they had many caps when when we 2017 and. During these years, you can see how important they have been in 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 the in the, in the way <clears throat> to to develop the squad. And now I think uh, when Kevin Seger was uh, injured and not not playing, it uh, we always miss good players. But you can also see that we can manage things. We can manage things because we have, I think, we have eight nine caps in 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 the team. Who take responsibility, and we're talking very much about coaching each other. And I think uh, the players like it. And uh, our <clears throat> Rasmus, uh, who's changed his name to Lilleblad, I think, uh, he, he's um, uh, helping each other. I work with him in in Bekoheken. So we we are a team in 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 the leaders mm-hmm. who work very good, and he is important for for talking the way football we want to do but also how we can do good things in games and now they are very good in, in coaching each other so you can see if Sweden plays and, uh, that everybody can see if, if it's uh, an interruption in the game you can see they go together 2-2 two, 3-3 two, three, three, four, four. They, they talk they, they take this time to, to, to do that and it was an interesting Thing when we when we working with this and starting it, we we played South Africa um, away and um, very hot, and the, it was some injuries on the pitch, and the the South African players they they were standing one one uh, didn't do anything. And the Swedish players they get together two two three three and thing like that. Everybody was happy. Rasmus was good that when we when we saw it afterwards. I think it looked good, but the medical staff—they were angry because they wanted the players to get out to get drinks, to to drink water. So when you see when you see after you can you can see the players, you can see that, and you can see the medical staff. Everybody was standing there with water, shouting, "Come on, you have to have water!" But they 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 more talked. So uh, no, we do that later. Talk now. <laughs> That's interesting. Um, before I let you go over to the football analysis part, I do have a couple more questions. Um, we, we've heard the players talk about the devastating Olympic final, losing that gold and winning a silver medal. But we haven't really, I don't think I've read anything about you going more into depth about your feelings losing that gold. Is that something... How how was that experience for you when you know those penalties and, and Sweden lost on penalties? A uh, big disappointment, uh, but also it, it also uh, as if you win something, you get happy and you you get even happier because you're working together with with people, so you can you can you can watch them. And they, you can you can just see everybody's happy. You don't have to be the one who, who's running around and hugs everybody. You can just watch, and you get happy in your body to see other people happy. Uh, when you come to this, 
um, you see people very sorry, very low. Um, it, it's also a feeling that um, you have individual to, 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 to handle. Um, and it's the same thing. When I, when I stood there, I, I, was, I was disappointed, but I was more when I saw all the, all the girls who was very disappointed. And you can also see the difference. And I think uh, now it's more like Caroline Seger, naturally, um, and she had a good support directly after the game and uh, how how everybody handled it and I have to handle it my uh, by myself and sometimes uh, you have to be and um, accept that you you, you want to be alone uh, I don't I don't need I didn't need anybody to come and I, I, I don't want to stay so I think when I I, I walked and I get together with someone, but much time I, I stood by myself. And, uh, and but I think it was professional when when we both Caroline Seger, Helvi Linder, Kosvarslan, they they got after one and talked to media, and I did the same thing. And um, for me, after a couple of, of uh, days, it's getting better. And then it's you, you, you more time you get the student, then you leave it, then it's, it's new things that's happening. Uh, but in, in just in that second, it was uh, it was so close. You can be you can you can be um, losing games, and it's uh, mm. but this was special, it was special because it was a penalty and we had the chance to to win um, the game, but um, it's. Yeah. I listened to an interview afterwards, and I think it's very interesting because I heard this was well. The interview came in December, so it was a while. But you know, some of the players had already distanced themselves from that loss, and you can look at it from another point of view. But something that really hit hard was when Sina Blaxtenius said, "It's like somebody just hung a gold medal on your neck and then just snatched it out of your hands." Mm. And I. I, I remember when we had Hannah Gloss on as well. I remember mm-hmm. I told her because I was at the time I was I was working at another job and I was sitting here in the in the living room and I was watching the final and I remember just you know sitting there and being so hopeful and just like okay yes we're gonna get the gold medal yes and then you know it's like the whole world just falls apart because you love the sport so much and you love football and that's why we're working with this. Mm-hmm. So obviously as a Swedish person. It's like your heart gets ripped out of your chest. You're sitting there and you're just... And I, I told Hannah this as well. I, I was crying. I was watching the game crying because we lost. And, and my mom came in and she goes, Amanda, it's just football. And I looked at her. I was like, you don't understand. It's not just football. <laughs> and I was just sitting here crying. And after a while, I got over it as well. But yeah, it, it was a tough loss, I think, for, for not only for you guys who are there, but for the entire nation. Because... Yeah. The sports, sports is it's feelings. So you have you have to accept it. Some sometimes you're on one side, sometimes you're on the other side. And, uh, and I I think even if you want to win, you it's something about these feelings. We talk about being a supporter. You can't do anything. You can't do anything. You just support it for, for, for looking at the team. And it, it's I think it's easier when you can handle things, even if. Uh, even if you if you lose, but you have been in the process, you have been, you know 
why you did that. You know things more, but as a supporter, you don't know that why why you did that and change that, substitute that, that, yeah. that. So, so I, I think it's more difficult for supporters than than is for for us who are working in it. So then, last thing before we move on to the football analysis part is. I think was it yes two days ago we got the decision of Russia Russia is in your group in the Euros this coming year they got kicked out and are not allowed to play and Portugal is replacing how what do you think about that decision first of all oh it's a very very difficult so, I, the decision is made so so I, I think it's uh, it's the way we are now uh, and it's it's not just uh, football it's, it's other sports and then other works maybe and so, so uh, for us is now it's um, yeah uh, taking Portugal and uh, we we met them in the Algarve so we 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 have a good experience from from not so far away um, so yeah there we are so sometimes you have you have to accept things that you don't have decision making I I. I, th- I think it was right because they have naturally discussing this, not only in the Swedish FA, and they are dis- discussing it more. So uh, I, th- I think it's a good decision. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. We are going to talk about the guide, How to Stop Sweden. Because we are doing this podcast (laughs) in the collaboration with Adidas. Yeah. Um, And I've actually uh, asked this question to the other head coaches we have had on as well. They are very interested in this guide (laughs) in in different ways. But what do you think about this this guide Uh, as more like in a way to get uh, supporters involved and uh, how it's... The interest for the Swedish national team. So, what's what was your first reaction to this "How to Stop Sweden" guide? I, th- I think everything that I like. For the first, I don't like this underdog mentality. I don't like it. <clears throat> I, I I like more to be a favorite, um, and that's not <laughs> a guarantee that you're going to win the game next game or thing like that. But it shows that you have done something good. <laughs> and what, what's wrong with that? That's history, but it's a good history. So therefore, for me, it's, yeah, we, we, have, we, have, to, we have to like it. We have to do it. Uh, and I don't think this has anything about the, the result against Netherlands in the, in the first, first game. But, the, but the, <clears throat> the way to that game... I like it. I nicely. Like, and if you win against Netherlands, I'm going to be any more happy. If we lose, yeah, I think it's more other things that 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 does. So, 
I think we need we need sometimes this and we need uh, this team and these uh, girls who have make good results during this year. I like the approach of it. We we like it as well, <laughs> yeah, naturally. But uh, you said something before about when you before you took this job as the head coach for the Swedish women's national team that that what you saw in the Olympics 2016 uh, made you like. I, I got the feeling that you saw something that you could do with with this team. My I have my idea and I have it uh, uh, during a long time, but um, um, my experience during all years, I want to try it and and, and can it work in in uh, this environment? And now I. I, I Worked in in the lower division in in Swedish uh, clubs. I worked on the f- female side in the first division and the national team boys and and uh, then the highest division in in that. So this was <clears throat> the next step. And my experience from from the national team boys when you have less time that that was the challenge. How can you put mostly of the the things. We did in Beko Hecken, in the national team ladies, but in a short time, and that was the big challenge. It was not not, not nothing, and, and I, I think that uh, this process that talking and working with more that we have the ball, that uh, starting with offense, and that's have been from my time in in Hammarby when I played there it's it's always been there uh, and I was more history I was more uh, Netherlands uh, Germany Spanish football than old English football and when I worked in the Swedish uh, FA educating coaches and things like that uh, it, it was in the starting it was a, a, a little bit of uh Marking football or or possess, uh, position, yeah. yeah, four for two against marking with Libra and things like that. Um, and it was also a mental thing because in 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 Sweden it was well Roy Holson and Bob Houghton was 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 here. They take four for two. Um, it was talking about defense. It was talking position, and they get, they get successful. So that that was good. But uh, when when I have one memory, and it was when when the, when the Danish male team in um, nineteen ninety two won the Euro Euro. They come from uh, they come from uh, Ibiza with the drinks in the hand. Uh, no, <laughs> and they and they won the whole tournament. Yeah. and then they play football. Sweden was also good in in that, but they play football in a way that I think and it, it was only when I was in Helsingborg it was also it's, it's uh, 20 minutes with a boat from Sweden to, to to Denmark but Denmark had another philosophy about that's more like me more the way I think about football and so therefore I, th- I think that can, can I you can say testing it on the national team there oh okay Brave or idiot, I don't think. I I don't know, <laughs> <laughs> but I want to do it. Yeah, uh, and um, 
What, what did you see in the players? Like, because what did you see in the players in the national team that made you think that we can do this here? For the first thing, you can choose what I think, and that's important: the best players in the, in the whole country. It doesn't mean that it's the same for for another national coach or for another support. Nothing. I have. To, I, I can choose from the best. If you're in a club, you you have this squad of. 2023 players and then you can change them after one year you can take in and out so this was this was something that interesting me that I, I can take players from from the whole Sweden um, and who can be playing the, the the way we thought about it and uh, it's important also that because when I got in Magnus Wickman Uh, we work together in in, in uh, school football, and we have the same idea to 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 play football. And he was very successful the first year in my in Bekoheken. He was in Linköping and won the double gold. And um, so so it was important to get him in because we could we could starting on a higher level coaches that we know that what we want to do. And um, so this. It was a challenge, but it was. A, I thought after have, have see, seeing the, the the latest team that maybe I di- I didn't know if he could be getting better. I didn't know that, but I want to I want to try it. Um, and um, it was an important thing when, when I talked to the players about the. So, so I think the first when we met Croatia, we we had about I can say percent, but. Very little defense talking. We're talking much about the way we want to play play the ball, and if we lose the ball, win it back. That was the only thing we, we said in the in the defense. Then you, in the formation, you can have four back and you can do that. But the attitude was it was in, in, mm-hmm. in. So therefore, we started with the attitude, attitude in the way of play offense, and the attitude in the defense. Uh, And then we have, during the years, uh, putting in very small things, but uh, set pieces has been very, very good and uh, details in that. So we're working more with details now, but uh, um, we want to have brave players uh, who, who take responsibility for, for the performance out on the pitch. You can do Mistakes that that's okay, but uh, for me as a coach, it's not it's not okay that you don't try. If, if you're not brave, maybe you don't get out your capacity to to the way you play. Therefore, you are on the pitch because I think you can do this. So that could actually be a detail you can watch after a game uh, with individual players, like having a conversation. Why in this situation you you chose or not chose or you didn't be brave enough to do what we have talked about yeah. that that's a detail like for me yeah watching mm-hmm. and it, it's in, it, it's it's in coach coaching uh, uh, I, I talk about yeah much about structure uh, versus creative and you need both kind of players uh, in, in, in a team uh, and as a human being as a player they are different Some are very structured, and they they maybe they don't need so much structure. Then they maybe they they need to need loosen to, up a bit. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because football is 
it, I think it's the most difficult sport because it's so big spaces. It's it's not so much rules if you go to five against five or American football and things like that. It's, so, so it's difficult. So you have to be creative. You have to be there. And then you put in some structure. And, and I think some put in more too much structure um, and the structure players they like it but the creative players they, they don't like it so it's a, it's a mix about it and then you, you have creative players who, who they don't want any instructions overall and maybe they need one or two things to get the team better and to get the relationships better with other players so but I think it's important very important because as a national coach you have to trust the players you have to trust the clubs who educate the players um, because we on we have so less time so you have to look at them what why take her out in this game to play I need the capacity she shows in the clubs not being another one in, in the national team so it's but I, I I like brave people. I like brave players, and uh, uh, if they make mistakes, it's. Uh, but I don't like players who don't challenge themselves. Mm-hmm. Just playing safe, playing safe, playing safe. So there's a lot of talk uh, around. <laughs> I don't know if it's just you know what you see or or, or the experience of it, but. I know that you like the words uh, tactical flexibility, like with your players. And there's a lot of, like when fans are watching the game now, let's take Fridolina Rolfa now, for example. She is, the she she plays the position of a left back um, often in FC Barcelona, but her role isn't uh, as a fullback. How do you see players not being played in their best or natural positions? I, I think I, I was visiting in Barcelona in November and talked to the coach and, and I think that I, I, like, I like the way that they educate uh, Fridolina there and uh, as you say she's, she's the position uh, she has been fullback in, 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 the, in, the, in the when you see the Starting position, but uh, she also played in the number nine role, and and she's so. I, I think it's more her individual qualities as we can use in the national team because she she can play. Uh, maybe she's playing more in in if you play with three centre backs. Maybe she's got the wing left or or uh, playing inside, coming inside. So I, I want I want her. Uh, I, I can give her, give her a position, but then I, her decision making is, is very important, and they developing it in in Barcelona because she's. I think it's good for for her. So for me, it's a, uh, it's it's more maybe if you if you play if you get from from uh, from a centre forward to goalkeeper, I'd be not happy, but. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, I, I think it's. Um, um, I, I, th- I think it's perfect to to, to open up, and uh, you see more and more teams. They they have this changing of tactics, and tactics could be many, many, many things. Mm-hmm. But more about this system. We are we are very 
always been very interesting if it's four four two three three four three or everything like that. So so it's it's for me it's more um, the players and what what they should do in their role that that's the most important yeah. and. Um, together with one or two or three players that's important also yeah because I thought it was interesting because we had her on this podcast as well and then she said that right now I'm thinking about how I can use uh, my what, what I learned defensively as a fullback in Barcelona what I can how I can use that in the attack of in Sweden yeah yeah uh, because I always remember you saying as well that the defensive game starts up front yeah with like Stina Blackstenius she is one of your best defenders mm. in a way yeah exactly she's mm. she's uh, if you yeah. so that that's <laughs> that's a way to think that that uh, Stina Blackstenius is one of our best defenders uh, she's starting the defending very high and she's she's clever in in the pressing she's clever and she works very hard and we have uh, shown the group clips when when she's running, yeah, chasing, and then we win the ball, and then we can hopefully score and things like that. So, so it's, uh, and on the other hand, we need we need offense, good center backs and the, the goalkeepers also. So yeah, I'm thinking um, in your opinion, like because some people say that the Euros is one of the hardest tournaments to win compared to the World Cup and, and the Olympics. But looking at your own team, uh, what do you think a team will need to go all the way in the Euros? What's, what's the demand? We need uh, almost exactly what we have in the World Cup and the Olympics. And that's... Uh, we need full squad. And the import that has been uh, very important um, that the the players start with the players uh, could be one hundred percent in physical and uh, yeah not in you know things like that um, and at the, the medical stuff working at the right way together with me so we got the players ready. Uh, and that we know that it's things happen, and uh, sometimes you you can't play that play, and you have to. But we need every 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 country need their absolutely best players, and that's even for Sweden. <laughs> then we have a squad that is uh, it's uh, it's you can say hard, but I think it's more positive that we we have we can do changes and. Uh, I talk always about starting eleven and uh, finishing eleven. Yeah. That, that's important thing. And now when we have five substitutes to do, it's uh, it's an important thing to to do. But we're going in uh, in in the champion. Uh, that, that I think it's good that we got more time together, so we can grow uh, grow into it. In another way, when we have these ten days, you play two games and you come from the club something like that. So, so we have we have that one. Uh, that is good, but when we get into the tournament, it's it's every three days, it's every four days, it's it's a game, and uh, we have to work together, players, medical team, and, and uh, me as a coach. Uh, so I think that that's that's the important thing. Sweden back in the World Cup 
2019 compared to now? Yeah, I think I think uh, when we got in there, we uh, we thought that we. I remember Magnus and me. We we talked about when we when we have played Chile and Thailand. We're gonna play with three centre backs, uh, and that was something we have tried against France to get a, a, a balance in the team. And it's also that we have many good centre backs. Uh, and uh, but what's happening was that uh, we shown that we have very good offense players also. So. We didn't do it until uh, the bronze game against England. This, the last uh, 15, 10, 15 minutes we, 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 we played with the, uh, the same thinking was in the Olympics. Um, but um, we changed just, just before the, the game against the US, we, we, we changed to the four back line there. Um, but I think the, the players, they know the way to play both. But what's happening is that in the offense positions, we have many more, more than we have in 2019. Uh, even if that was some start of it all. But before that, we was was more that we have uh, very, very good centre-back. Now I think we have a good squad overall. So we... But that, that's one thing yeah. could be a shame. So last question. Tell the ones uh, who are listening to this podcast why they should come to England this summer and watch Sweden play football. They should come to the champions. They should buy a Swedish shirt, every shirt, and look what, what's, what's inside about the tactical. And then they could see if it's true. That's true. Yeah. It could be. It could be. I say it could be in a couple of these shirts. Could be a false. False information, you say. <laughs> to the coaches in, in, in the Europe. Yeah. You don't in, know. In the house. You don't know. Sweden, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you don't That's know. Great. That's a great answer to that question. Yeah. yeah. It'd be really funny, actually, if you know, because it's supposed to be in this little neck thing, right? Yeah. It would be really funny if it was just one that said, you got fooled. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that would be hilarious. Well, she's good left foot. She's yeah. right foot. Yeah. They're going to sell, no? sell those shirts to, to the Dutch supporters of the game. You got fooled. <laughs> That would so, be fun. Yeah. This or that rapid fire. Yeah. Uh, which means I'm going to give you five questions with two options. We don't want you to think. Just choose an answer. You don't have to develop further, and then we'll go on to the next one. Okay. All right. So the first one is a perfect tactical display from your team according to the game plan where you win 1-0 to zero, or winning 5-0 to zero when the game plan hasn't been followed at all. The second one. <laughs> Deciding on a starting 11, choosing players just based on the fact that they are in form or the players with attributes suitable to handle the opponents. One more. Is that? Uh, the players with attributes suitable to handle the opponents or players just based on the fact that they are in form. First one. During the Euros... Would you, are you going to be coaching wearing a national team training tracksuit or wearing a proper suit? 
<laughs> What's proper shit? I want, I want, if if I choose myself, I want a rock T-shirt and uh, yeah, yes, jeans. Yeah, is that proper? That's proper. When coaching training sessions, do you prefer early mornings or late afternoons? Later. Would you rather be known as a coach who's a great recruiter or a great strategist? Uh, recruiter. All right, Peter, thank you so much for joining this podcast. That was the end of it. I hope you enjoyed it and I hope you had fun. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you very much. Thank you. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.